it's the next level. And now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the show, The Melting Path, the Next Level Network. Today, oh boy, today's a rough one. It's, um, well, it's a heavy conversation. My dear friend Maggie Rusis joined us, and yes, I had to ask her how to say her name because, uh, look, I've known Maggie for probably 15 years, maybe longer. And she's been married for like four or five of those years. I don't even know how long she's been married. We're such great friends, everybody. And uh, I'm, I'm making you laugh now because you might not later. So I, I don't know. I just, I never, I've only read her name. And I'm like, oh, it's probably this way. And then I asked her and I felt like such a moron. But I had to know. I don't want to screw it up. So uh, my, fr- <laughs> my friend Maggie is here. Why couldn't I have just said that? Uh, she wrote a book. It is called Benji and Mr. Eagle. I'm sorry. Benji, I knew I was going to do that. Benji meets Mr. Eagle, best friends forever. Benji and Mr. Eagle sounds like a superhero team. Maggie, spinoff? Can we do that? Maybe? No? All right. Um, Man, that'd be fun. That would be really fun. So, yeah, we got heavy. Um, If, I almost said if this isn't your thing, that's not the right phrase. If this is something you don't, the book is about infant loss. And so if this is something that you are not comfortable listening to, if you don't, if you, or if you just you don't want to hear it, um, we're not going to be mad. You know, it's just, uh, it's a thing that happened and went down and, and I decided, hey, you know, Maggie wrote this book about your story and I want to talk to you about it. So Maggie came to the living room. We did the thing. Uh, there are some points where Jill interjected from, uh, from across the room. She was holding the kiddo as he slept. He was awake for a little bit and then he fell asleep after a few minutes. But um, some of those I tried to amplify, and it, it just didn't work out. So you may hear some extra coinage in here. Well, patrons won't, I guess. You'll just hear some blank space. But yeah, so you may hear some extra coinage in this one just because I tried to amplify things that Jill said, and it really didn't work out. So my bad. We tried. I don't know. I, I did all I could. Um, anything else I have to tell you before we go into the thing? Oh, uh, patrons, and if you listen on YouTube, you won't hear it, but after our chat, Maggie sent me a playlist of, uh, I looked at it 10 minutes ago, and I already forget what it's called, but I'll just call it a Benji playlist, and so I will play a little snippet of one of those to wrap the chat here today, and then I'll come back, and I don't know how to get out of it, but, uh, I will, uh, yeah, I'll come back and, and do the thing, so, yeah, we might as well stop stalling, I guess, so my friend Maggie joined me, she wrote a book. You can get it on Amazon. Benji meets Mr. Eagle, best friends forever. A uh, portion of the proceeds go to Benji's Blessings, which I recommend you check out on Facebook. And um, I think that's it, right? Yes. Yeah, so here is me. Oh, boy. Again, it's a heavy thing. If that's not your, uh, not something you want to listen to today, then this is your heads up. Turn back now, and uh, next week will be a regular show. All right? So... There you go. Uh, my thanks to Maggie for joining me. My thanks to Jill for corralling Arthur. And uh, yeah, this is me and uh, and Dr. Maggie. So it's all going to record to one track. So if we cough okay. or anything, we'll just, I don't know. Ding. It doesn't matter. 
It really doesn't matter. Everyone will think that we dropped the F-bomb. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah you've, you've never been on the show, but you've heard the show, right? Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> she got really personal with it, too. I don't even know what that means. So, yeah, if, if you say anything, you know, naughty or that could sound naughty, <laughs> you'll get a coin. It's more fun that way. Okay. And, uh, I mean, I hope we get some fun because you're not here to talk about something fun. Right, yeah. But I love that you're here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. And, really and I love that Arthur's awake for you. Hey, handsome. Kind oh, of. Oh, there you go. Smacking mommy in the for face. The, for the moment. I love that he's awake. Because we're, we're here to... Oh, God. I don't know. How do I even jump into this? <laughs> My friend Maggie is here. I'll do an intro later. But I love that you're here. You've taken care of our son, which we are grateful for. Oh, so glad. He's so great. And you wrote a children's book. Mm-hmm. It's and over there. I I was gonna pull it out and I forgot. <laughs> and now it's too far away. And then yeah, I'm, nope, we're not going over there. You know what it looks like. Yes, you made it. <laughs> so you, <coughs> man, you went through a thing. Mm-hmm. You made a story out of it. Mm-hmm. It was illustrated by your my cousin's daughter, cousin's who daughter. Uh, graduated with a degree in I believe graphic design from Georgian Court University last May. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like kind of helping her start out too. And it's great. It looks great. Um, so I know, I'm really awesome. happy with how it turned out. And it's a, I mean, I knew the story. Yeah. Because we're <laughs> we have been friends for a long time, and it's it sucks. I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna again I'm setting all this up like late. You people already know that this is a heavy thing. Yeah. So you Arthur knows. Listen yes. to him over there. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the, the story <laughs> it's the event sucked, but I think yes. the book doesn't suck. And I, just I to think be clear. That, yeah, I think the the book is. Unfortunately, a necessary th- like we need to have things like this because not everything is going to be, you know, what's the Corey, uh, what's his name line? It's on all, all sunglasses and autographs. <laughs> Jill, what's that thing? It's Corey. Which one? Feldman or or Haim? Feldman. R.I.P. One of them's dead, right? Yeah. Corey uh-huh. Haim's dead, right? Okay. R.I.P. I was thinking of the wrong Corey. Anyway, yes, not all sunshine and rainbows and sunglasses and autographs. So you <laughs> went through a thing. Mm-hmm. Let's just. We might as well do it. We'll start at the beginning. And if you need, if you need to stop, okay. By all means, so you, I give you the floor. <laughs> okay. And yeah, why, why are you here to talk about this sweet book? Because you had to do a thing. Yep. So the book is called uh, Benji Meets Mister Eagle: Best Friends Forever, and um, it is inspired by um, our son Benji, our angel baby, Benjamin Alexander, and um, in June of 2019, we found out we were pregnant, and of course, we were so excited. And I remember worrying about, like, the stupidest things. Like, I had, like, this emotional breakdown in my parents' kitchen because I didn't have the energy to make a grilled cheese. And um, (laughs) it's true. I'm, like, sitting there crying while my mom is making me a grilled cheese. And I'm like, how am I going to take care of a kid? And then in August, at 12 weeks, we had an ultrasound. And the doctor comes in and she sees some abnormalities. And after some genetic testing, we found out that we were having a son and that he had trisomy 13. So we had too many copies of the chromosome 13 in his cells. And um, it's so Down syndrome is trisomy 21. And then there's also trisomy 18. So trisomy 13 is kind of related, uh, but it has a lot of very severe effects. Um, Most children, if they make it to birth, they only live like a few days. Um, I found a support group on Facebook and they had these children who were like thriving, like living for several years, maybe even longer. And so we just jumped into special needs mode. We're like, okay, we will get him a wheelchair. We whatever he needs. There's a special needs school down the street from us. 
So I had um, about six weeks between the initial diagnosis and being evaluated at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia to see if we could deliver there. And just his his abnormalities were just too severe for intervention. So um, we he was due leap day 2020. But in December, I developed severe preeclampsia. Um, so I had to be Ugh. induced. And so he was stillborn. And there's just... You know, when you're giving birth, you expect to hear a cry. And it was just silent. Yeah. And I think that's something that's always going to stick with me is the silence and the waiting. And I'm there like kind of out of it because of the epidural. So um, so that was December 2019. And the fact that it happened in 2019, I think, you know, given what we what happened next, <laughs> you know, a little thing called COVID-19. Like we were able to have visitors at the hospital and we have a wonderful support system. So I wrote this book. I just kind of put some notes in my phone one night and then I didn't touch it for a year. And then around summer of 2021, I came back to it and I was just kind of thinking like, what if Benji and his little plush friend that we had gotten for him, Mr. Eagle, because I'm super creative at naming things. <laughs> um, this is an Eagle plush. Let's name him Mr. Eagle. Um, he was at the hospital. He was in Benji's bassinet overnight when we had him in our room overnight. So we call him Benji's guardian. And he's still like he sleeps with us. You know, we snuggle with him. And we just thought, what if they were telling the story? Like, what if they had their own thoughts about what happened? Because, like, Benji had a little personality. He would kick me. <laughs> um, especially whenever he heard loud music. Uh, we went to see Thoroughly Modern Millie at my niece's high school. And during the one high note, he was kicking like crazy. He either really loved it or really hated it. I'm still not sure. <laughs> but, like, sometimes I would think... Like he wasn't moving for a while and I would think, oh no, what, like, is something wrong? Do I have to call the doctor? And then he would just kind of kick or move. And it was, it was like he was reassuring me that he was still there. He's like, I'm still here. Don't worry. So we wrote this book. Um, I wrote this book and um, I kind of put out a request for illustrators on social media. And my cousin's wife reached out to me and said, hey, um, you know, my niece just graduated with a degree in graphic design and I think she wants to be an illustrator. So. Um, Megan Moore is the illustrator. I have a very like large spaced out like Catholic and Italian family. So like my, my cousins <laughs> are like 30 years older than me. So I'm, I'm more the age of my cousin's children. So um, so yeah, so Megan graduated and um, she does want to be an illustrator. So I said, I have a project for you. And I told her the story and she sent me some sketches and they were just beautiful. I, I couldn't be happier with how it turned out. Just like the style is perfect. And she just like I sent her the 36 pictures that I have of Benji. Um, that I just keep sharing over and over because they're the only ones I have. So um, so I sent her the 36 pictures that I have, and she really ran with it and made it really, really beautiful and put some of her own uh, touches in there, too. Yes. So a future there for sure, because yeah. this looks awesome. It's tremendously written, tremendously. It's like it's it looks great, even though, you know. I almost said even though it sucks. That's not yeah. what I mean. You you all know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just fantastic it kind of like fell in you kind of like fell into that right with the as far as getting an illustrator to just go out and crush this idea that you had yeah and um and i wasn't sure if i really wanted to publish it it was basically just like you know my own personal therapy project to work on it's been really cathartic but i wanted to share it because like i just wanted to share benji's story i, I feel like it's not over and i've learned that with grieving it's not like one event and then everything is timed from that event. It's it's ongoing, especially because um, 
we're close to some people who had children around the same time, like our next door neighbor went into labor very shortly after I was induced. And thankfully, uh, their son is okay and thriving. So like, so when I see them, it's sort of like, oh, well, that's how old Benji would be. And this could be, you know, the milestones that he's hitting. So it's always in the back of your mind. Or if you're experiencing something like we are, we have a trip to Disney World planned soon. And it's like, oh, well, you know, what if he could have joined us? And what would that be like? There's always the what ifs. I'd like to think Benji and Arthur would be friends. I think so, too, especially with their big honking feet. I like to. He's passed out now. (laughs) Oh, is he sleeping? Yeah. Oh, God, finally. Uh, here you go. Oh, don't we all, Arthur? We all I just mean, fall asleep drink. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like. They'd be buddies, right? Yeah. Like, would he have little friends? Uh, sometimes I dream about him, and um, the last time, like, he ages in my dreams. So that's kind of cool to see, like, what he might look like. Um, so last time it was blonde curls, and he was <laughs> playing. He was playing Revolutionary War with his little heaven friends. <laughs> and um, and he was really mad. He was really upset because um, he was on the British side and he didn't want to be on the British side. And I was like, you are truly your father's son. Like, there is no doubt whose child you are. Because um, he was named Benjamin Alexander after two of the founding fathers. And um, that was, oh my gosh, that was a conversation um, that I had with Jay. We had a lot of heartbreaking conversations, um, as you might imagine. But one of them was like, we had the name picked out as a potential you know, baby name, but before we even got pregnant, when we were still like trying. And I remember standing in the kitchen talking to um, my husband, Jay, after work, and just saying, like, do you want to save this name for a healthy baby? But he just felt like a Benji from the start. Like, he just felt like one. That was his personality. So we definitely stuck with it because it was was him. Just described him. That, I, you know, Maggie... (laughs) Oh no! I'm gonna make you cry now. I knew this. I, <laughs> I'm like all week. I've been like, this is gonna be great because Maggie gets to come over, and then I'm like, <laughs> now we're talking about this thing that sucks, and that I, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get some stuff. There's stuff's gonna hit me. That yeah, my how the turntables. Like, Jesus, yes, <laughs> my how the turntables. Well, well, well. I count six wells. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you love the office as much as we do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you understand what the hell I'm talking about. I have no original thoughts. I have only office quotes. <laughs> Just take it. <laughs> yeah. So, ah. But people have been, they've been saying such sweet things about the book. And because it was weird, it was taking a risk. And I was, I was kind of nervous about, you know, sharing my story. And I went the self-publishing route on Amazon. They have um, just like a publishing program that I know a couple people who did that. And I went that route because I really didn't want a publisher like they probably, I'm sure I would have found a good publisher if I'd really worked at it. But I didn't want anybody telling me that like they didn't like the story. Because it was so personal. If they had said, like, I don't like the ending. I'm like, I don't like the ending either. But here we are. (laughs) (laughs) That's a John. Jill's making a John Mulaney joke over there. uh, They were talking about the movie Ray Ray, Jamie Foxx, Ray Charles. Uh, It was nice, but I didn't need the whole little brother dying thing. Yeah, neither did Ray Charles. He got it just the same. I'm like, yeah, the ending sucks. But, like, here we are. (laughs) In case anybody couldn't hear Jill over there. I don't know. That's going to pick it up. But uh, yeah, John Mulaney's very. I mean, he's a little wacky these days, but yeah, his, his jokes are very over in this household. Um, yeah. So, so you also like if you are with a like a publisher, mm-hmm. like a real publisher, like another. By that I mean like another person, right? That's somebody who's like, oh, you should revise this and make it this way and right. try to change the story from what you have because this is a thing that you went through. So you're the you are the person 
who's going to know how to tell it, right? right? And so then if you had a publishing person be like, no, you should do this, you should do this, how much does the story change and then become not at all or very you know, far apart from what your vision of the book was, right? Exactly, exactly. And um, I did have some help. I would have um, my coworkers who have been supportive, like they basically lived through it with me because I announced the pregnancy a week before the abnormal ultrasound. So they got to see like all the stages of grief. Oh my goodness. I know, yeah. I, you know, remember spending, all, I remember all of this. Yeah, you're yeah. spending 40 hours a week with people, you know, they see all of you. So my coworkers, some of them proofread it for me. They gave some good feedback. And I've had some newer coworkers come in um, that have been hired like since COVID. And so they, they weren't there for when it happened. So they provided really good perspective, things that I had taken for granted that people would understand. They would kind of question things and say, well, this isn't clear. And then I could go back and make it clearer for everybody. Um, we have a grief counselor, Denise Paul, who uh, works with a Unite support group in the area, which, of course, is virtual for now. But she she took the pictures at the hospital and she took a class in like uh, children's literature. So she was very helpful with that, too. Oh, very so good. She provided excellent, excellent feedback. So you had all the right people in this in yeah. place for this. Yeah, this is I I lean very heavily on other people. <laughs> I remember sometimes people are like, "How are you so strong?" And I'm like, "I really don't feel strong. I just kind of know when to reach out." So I've been very fortunate in that respect. Um, I honestly don't know if I'd still be here if I didn't have like the support group and my family and my friends and my coworkers and you know people having me on their podcast to talk about this. Wow, spreading spreading the word because like sometimes it's taboo. Um, you know, people don't want to talk about it because it's uncomfortable, but then, you know, you kind of feel, you can feel isolated sometimes when you think like you don't want to make people uncomfortable. And, um, usually I just talk about it because, you know, who cares? But I'm like, I don't care if I make you uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. So I had to live it. So you're going to sit there and listen. No, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also like, yeah, people don't want to talk about it, but it's something that can connect with people on pretty much any, even if you've gone through it or not, you know, someone who's not like, I, you know, yeah. You know people who have dealt with something similar and you're like, oh, well, hey, somebody's talking about it. Like maybe this will become okay to be like, you know what? Right. People are going to be sad about things and you have to let them talk about it because otherwise you keep it in. That's, I mean, like you said, you might not be here. Like that's the alternative yeah. is keeping it to yourself and like just living with it, you know, here in your midsection area. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I pointed, I just grabbed my own midsection, like Killer yes. Kowalski. <laughs> no one can see and no one knows who Killer Kowalski was. but. Uh, he it's was okay. A, I put on makeup for this. He so. was a pro wrestler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, where was I going with that? Like, people need to know, like, people need to know sad things, too. Yeah. Like, we don't, it's not all happy things. You have to be able to talk about things. If not, you're going to be stuck with it. And then what kind of person do you become with that? Like, just yeah. stuck on that. And a lot of people, like, we were all in from the start. Um, because and I don't want to get too far into this just because it's sort of a hot button topic. But like, we we were given the option to terminate like throughout the pregnancy. But like for us, it was just we were all in like once we saw the, we had a digital uh, pregnancy test. So once it said pregnant, like I screamed and, <laughs> and then called everybody that I knew. <laughs> and Jay was like, maybe we should go to the doctor first. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Let me call, you know, my coworkers. <laughs> I was Come like, That's on, fine. Maggie. Here, let me send this to everybody. Um, so and I remember like once we, you know, found out about the abnormalities, I remember sitting there thinking I should have told everybody and my mom was with me for the ultrasound. We were going to go to brunch, which didn't happen. And um, mom was like, no, like you you control this. I remember she said, like, you control how you feel about this. And if you want to share it with everybody, then you can share it with everybody. 
And um, my aunt gave me some really good advice. She recommended that I treat everything in the pregnancy as the firsts. So like his first Halloween was when I was pregnant. His first Thanksgiving, we went to the parade when he was still shrimplet before we knew um, before we knew anything was wrong and before we knew that he was a boy. Um, so he was still shrimplet. We went up to see Hamilton in New York. So I'm like, oh, I snuck a baby into the Broadway show. Like, <laughs> he doesn't like Italian food. I threw up in the Olive Garden bathroom. So, <laughs> Well, how Italian food is Olive Garden. No. True, true. <laughs> that said, Olive Garden, if you want to sponsor me, I do love your breadsticks. <laughs> I know. Got to co- cover myself here. <laughs> we just insulted Olive Garden. Let's get a sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, I, if it was closer, I'd go to Olive Garden tomorrow. Oh, there's I'd one right near me. You can visit. There, oh, perfect. Yes. Perfect. So, yeah. So, yeah, the baby didn't like Chinese food or Italian food. I always got sick whenever I had it. And I was like, whose child are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> so, yeah. But we, like I said, like, and a lot of people, I think, are just like, as soon as they find out they're pregnant or if they've been trying for a while, especially, and you have that hope, you know, you already are thinking about the future and, you know, you expect your baby to live and grow and meet these milestones. And you and you think about that kind of thing. You have this internal monologue going. I know a lot of people, myself included, would like talk to their babies in the womb. Um, a bunch of weirdos. Jeez. I know, right? <laughs> I well, funnily speaking of that, I got um, Colin Jost's memoir, A Very Punchable Face, which if you like Colin Jost on any level, highly recommend. It's very funny. And Jill had me read the book out loud to her while she was pregnant, and it was just like really well. Like it's a it's a really funny book. And it was really fun to read those stories out loud. And I hope through some modern miracle of science that he, his brain unlocks those someday. And he goes, Dad, you remember this? I'm like, yes, I do. How the hell do you remember that, sir? <laughs> Kids are creepy. Kids are weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I distinctly remember from before I was born. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I hope, I hope that Benji, you know, remembers things and i hope that i get to meet him again one day you know like you know being raised catholic i believe in heaven and there's definitely overtones of that in the book so i was talking to somebody and like uh she read it to her six-year-old and so like the six-year-old had these you know questions and i'm not sure if they were particularly religious so she had questions about like heaven and like well and stuff like that so so that's you know something to so you're giving people difficult conversations then you big jerk jesus i know i'm like guess what Oh, you get to feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that this uh, this comedian bit now is not OK to say, but I'm going to make a reference that Louis C.K. did a bit years ago about like, oh, uh, they're indoctrinating our kids with gay things on TV. He's like, oh, how am I going to earn? He's like, I don't care if you talk to your ugly fucking kid. Like, get out of here. <laughs> and I know like, at the time that was OK to laugh at Louis C.K. jokes. Now, he's, but. Uh. Exactly, yes. like, now Daniel you have to Tosh. talk to your kids. I don't know if anybody heard that, but it was a Daniel Tosh. I'm probably going to cut it out. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I could probably amp it up. We'll see. We shall see. We're keeping Maggie awake over here. <laughs> you think I couldn't see that out of the corner of my eye, but I got my contacts in today. <gasps> I know. Your face looks <laughs> naked. <sighs> oh, it's weird. Contacts are weird. But I got them in one try today, so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Nobody cares. Pat, you're, you're here to talk about something serious, and you're talking about your <laughs> eyes again. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, in the book, I'm wearing glasses, and I haven't worn glasses since COVID started, and we started wearing masks because I've been wearing my contacts because I have to wear a mask at work all day. So I'm like, why does this person have glasses? Oh, yeah, all the pictures. I'm wearing glasses because it was the <laughs> hospital. And, like, I went in, I remember it was Wednesday, December 18th, and we were going to go on our baby moon two days later, and I was just going in for a belly check. 
And I mentioned to the doctor, I'm like, yeah, you know, my coworker said I'm kind of swollen. I thought that was kind of rude. And and then um, they took my blood pressure and it was uh, 200 over 100. And they were like, we're just going to send you to the hospital to get some labs done. And I said, okay. And um, so I go to the hospital. I'm calling my husband. I'm like, yeah, I might be a little bit late for dinner. Um, and I go in and my protein is 10 times the upper limit of normal. And they're like, we're going to admit you and you might be giving birth this week. I'm no doctor, but and those numbers don't sound good. They're not good. They're really not good. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're high. Um, so, so I had to like go through all the treatment. Um, and I kind of like I kind of referenced to it in the book that like uh, mommy had to go to the hospital. She was big and puffy like a balloon. And uh, Denise had help with that because I was using like I'm a pharmacist, so I use medical language. So I was kind of using like kind of the more technical jargon. And Denise was like, "Okay, well, I don't think that like a three year old would understand that." So. I don't know that I would have understood it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just worked it out right now, and I don't think I understand it, even though I said it. I don't think I understand it, even though I lived through it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I was completely out of my mind on, um, on like the magnesium sulfate because that's the treatment for it, and it's like in an IV bag, and it's like high dose, and like it helps. Oh so preeclampsia is high blood pressure, and it can progress to eclampsia, which is seizures. So this medicine, the magnesium sulfate, helps to prevent all that. But it has a whole lot of side effects, which I think I experienced almost every single one. Oh, so. my. And then, you know, like dealing with that and then like they tell you that, okay, you're going to be induced and there's a chance that your son may not survive. And like Jesus. we had, like we'd prepared for the idea of miscarriage and we prepared for the idea of him living a few hours to a few days and just maximizing the time that we had with him. But like I hadn't even considered the possibility of stillbirth until they mentioned that when I was oh being admitted. God. So, so you had like I had like a six, day and a half. Six hours? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you had like 36 hours to to process that exactly. outcome that now was going to, you know, 98% be the thing? Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Like, how are you sitting here? I don't know. How are you sitting here? How How are we sitting here like, how are we sitting here doing this? How are you talking about this? I don't know. I, I don't I, have a choice. <laughs> I mean, well, you, I mean, you do. You don't have to do this show, but... <laughs> Pat came to my house and tied me up, and I thought I thought it was going to go a different direction, and I was very surprised. No, I can't. I can't continue that joke. My mom listens. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Pat's I'm gonna, mom. I'm going to cut that. Sorry, part my out. mom. No, I'm not cutting that. Part out. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my family. You know, you know. Hey, no, we're gonna. All right. Damn, I really wanted to just keep running with that joke. <laughs> really? That's true. Yeah, but it wasn't with Maggie. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, you, you can have Arthur for a couple of hours or days or something. Yes, I'll borrow him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never give him back. It's like SpongeBob when he had to stay at Squidward's house. Can we stay for a couple of days or a month or two? <laughs> you can have Arthur for about that long. Just have him. <laughs> let, let me know when he stands up on his own. We have a little nursery all set up. <laughs> um, it doesn't have a crib. We cause, like That was a thing, too. Like How much do we prepare? Like He might not be coming home. So... Um, the nursery, it just has, like, a couple things. It has his ashes now, his uh, little moon urn. And um, we never got a crib, and it was just so empty in there. And um, I told my aunt, and uh, she's like a fairy godmother. You know, next thing I know, there's a rocking chair on my doorstep. So I, could, oh my like, gosh. I can, like, sit in there and talk to him and read to him. Oh, my goodness. Um, So, you know, we do have a little nursery. You know, I can, like, grab a pack and play, and then Arthur can come over and, you know, live there forever. <laughs> See, we're not objecting, and people are like, "Oh, don't don't say anything." When I pull up to the door to get him, like, what I'm going to say is, "Here's his diaper bag. Call me go. when you're on your way back." There you go. Yeah. When you run out of yeah, diapers. when you're out of stuff, when he needs formula, yeah. 
<laughs> prime prime drones. Yeah, so you can read Colin Joe's book out loud to him from the rocking chair if you'd like. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, Jill read the My Favorite Murder book to him, which was... I'm repeating it in case, because we can hear Jill, but I don't know if everyone else can. I didn't feel like getting the third microphone stand. I'm sorry. I kn- I figured you'd have the kid anyway, so you might might not be able to. But now he's, of course, he's fucking sleeping over there. He's completely socked out. Oh I think this God. is the first time I've seen him sleeping, because he always like stays awake for me and just chills. Like He's <laughs> calm, but he just stays awake. Like, the he doesn't o- want to miss a moment. The other day, he slept. He fell asleep sitting up right here. Now, I think, did you put the picture up, Jill, of him sleeping, sitting on the couch sleeping? Jeopardy. Watching the Jeopardy College Championship. Because we're old. We watch Jeopardy all the time. <laughs> we DVR Jeopardy in case we miss it. That's how old we are. Early bedtimes for pregnancies. And now bedtime doesn't even matter. <laughs> Almost. We Like, we try. But it's just like, he's going to wake up in... Two, three, four, or five hours, so it doesn't. It might not. Might not even matter what time we go to bed. Because <laughs> yesterday, like two days ago, he slept till five. Yesterday, he woke up at eleven, twelve, one, two, three, and four, and then five and six and seven. So, you know, I don't know what the point of that is. Um, nobody's sleeping. That's the point. It's I'm like when I'm on call and I just like wake myself up throughout the night because I worry that I missed a phone call. On call, I working at the hospital. I don't know how you work on call. I don't know how I work at the same hospital where all this happened. Like sometimes I wonder that. I'm like, how am I? How do I still? Like how do, how do you not walk by the room? Like because I'm sure other people have used the room you were in since then, so you've had to go into that room and like do work things. I don't know what you do at that <laughs> Nobody work knows things. What I, but I don't know what I do. <laughs> you're you're Chandler Bing. <laughs> He's a trans monster. Uh, <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she did. I I knew what her job title was, but I didn't know. Did Actually, you? wait, did I? No, I'm no, I don't. I don't think I knew what her job title was. I will say the hospital, uh, Holy Redeemer, has a really beautiful like pa- like newborn palliative care program, and um, because of my blood pressure issues with the preeclampsia, I had to stay in like a very certain monitored room. But they do have what's called a gift of time room, and it's for this situation. Where, um, you know, like there's a prenatal diagnosis or the family's like there's not much time expected with the baby. So it's kind of less like a hospital room. And um, there's a rocking chair. Um, so people donated money to the hospital in memory of Benji um, when everything happened. And um, they used those funds to uh, get a medical grade rocking chair. And it has like a little plaque with his name on it. So oh, that's like so part, nice. He's like part of the gift of time room now. Oh, man, that is so nice. Yeah. So there's like wow. a little rocking chair. There's, I think that they were, I'm not sure if it's already there, but they were trying to get like a bed that's not necessarily like a hospital bed. So oh. it's just kind of more like just a room to be with your child and maximize the time that you have. So that's so wonderful. Um, they have like a collection of books. Hopefully mine is included in there now. Um, and we, Colin Joe's memoir. And Colin Joe's memoir. <laughs> and some true crime stories. Could you imagine <laughs> if you go into that room? And you're like you're like you go in there. I don't know what you do with that room now, but you go in there and you're like, oh, cool, new books are here. My books are. Oh my god, my books there. And then <laughs> Colin Joe's book is sitting there, and I and I wrote a little note in it <laughs> that says <laughs> says you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> this is for you. The gift of time room sounds like a Zelda level, by the way. It does. Sounds like as the temple. Yeah. <laughs> you have to swim underwater to get to it. Um, but yeah, like we read him Goodnight Moon, and um, I sang him Slumber, My Darling. There was another mom on a Unite Support Group Zoom meeting recently, and she like wrote a song and sang it 
to her baby. And I thought that was really beautiful. Um, I wrote a song in my phone at some point and I haven't touched it and I hope it never see the light, sees the light of day. I don't even know if it rhymes. <laughs> we'll make it. Let's do it. And like this, this was hard enough trying to like, you know, make a cohesive story of all these just swirling thoughts that I have in my head. So that's why I just kind of started out as just random little sentences and, you know, why I didn't touch it for a long time. And then, you know, um, made it a cohesive story, you know, from Benji and Mr. Eagle's point of view. And how, like, you know, can they still be friends if, if Benji isn't there? Well, of course so. you can, Mr. Eagle. Of course, Mr. Of Eagle. Of course you goddamn can. <laughs> how, how silly of you, Mr. Eagle. Mr. Eagle. Let's make that song happen. We can make it. Oh, my God. We'll make it. I am not Taylor Swift. We'll make who, it. In, who, incidentally, she has a song for everything, including child loss. So Because why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she? She has a song for every situation. So Tell that's it. helped me a lot, too. I think that kind of helped get me the impetus, like kind of helped get the like i said those swirling thoughts like out of my head and into something real and into something you know that i could share with people and um like it's really for me it's written for everybody because i will tell everybody including the uber driver about benji but <laughs> um it's really written like with the intent of if someone if they've experienced loss and they have like surviving children like to read it to the surviving children about their sibling yes yeah. Like, where is my sibling and how, oh like, gosh. how can I still be connected? To hanging that? out with Mr. Eagle, apparently. Yeah, hanging out with Mr. Eagle, so, yeah. He's let a, him he's know. He's a linking object, let, so. Let him know about that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, jeez. <laughs> and you work where this all went down, which I, yeah. I knew that, and I, and I don't know why I didn't even, I mean, I wasn't going to ask you about it, I'm not, not an idiot. And I knew you were going to bring it up. I was like, God, you got me again, Maggie. Yeah, I know. I surprised you. Got me. You. you got I had me. a few surprises up my sleeves. Wow. I'm never having you back on the show again. This is... <laughs> I am banned. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I, that is. Well, I had, I, had, um, an excellent, I had an excellent care team. I had excellent nurses. I knew all the pharmacists and pharmacy technicians, obviously. So, like, this is kind of written for them, too, to, you know, share with everybody. Because, you know, like I said, they lived through it with me. And, you know, people, uh, they, um, actually my coworkers gave us, um, a very sizable gift that helped cover a good deal of the funeral. So. Oh, wow. And the fact that we, and it was pre COVID 19, just before COVID 19. So like we were able to have a funeral, like that really helped provide closure. Yeah. I would, yeah. I can't even imagine what it would be like if you had to not have a service at all. Yeah. Like that was, oh my God. Ah. Anyway, Taylor Swift, if you're listening, I'd love to have you on the show. Yes, please Our come on the show. Thank you for the song, Ronan. It helps. <laughs> Our son loves most of your songs. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of insane. He loves he's a, all He's all a Swifty. We've had a lot of, like we put you, for anybody who, I don't know why anyone would know this, but we have a YouTube playlist for Arthur. We just put on Taylor Swift or whatever, and we've just been letting it roll through the show here. And it's been like 92% Taylor Swift, I think. Yeah. Which is fine. I have no qualms about that. And a little bit of Panic at the Disco, and a little bit of, I think, is this Blink-182? This is Blink-182. Isn't that, yes. is, oh my, I was obsessed with this song in 2004, you know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so emo, this is the emo song, I have so many emotions, I wear black all the time, I go to Hot Topic. <laughs> now they call me ma'am. Oh. <laughs> and being... like recently, and I'm like, I used to buy my belly button rings here. <laughs> Now they call me ma'am while I'm shopping for fungos for my 14-year-old godson. Being called ma'am and, like, being called sir. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm still, like, I'm fine if you're just like, hey, kid. Hey, hey, buddy. Like, you can do that to me. That's fine. It's called <laughs> sir. It's like, no, that's, no. Who is that? What? It's my father. Hey, I'm not your friend, buddy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy, guy. He watches a lot of South Park, too. 
And by watches, folks, we just mean that it's on TV and he likes the colors. All right? Yeah. Just so nobody, oh, you're, you need to be canceled. You're a bad dad. All right. Take him then. What do you want me to do? <laughs> what do you want me to do? His it's first on... word will be beefcake. <laughs> dad, what's muff cabbage? <laughs> it's a Josie thing. <laughs> oh, God. Why? What are we doing to this child? <laughs> Poor child talking about child loss. What are we doing? <laughs> We're going. We went from child loss to South Park. How the turntables. <laughs> We've got. <laughs> she does call him Guido with his shirt. His shirt's unbuttoned. He's like, "Hey, how you doing over here?" You know, <laughs> we're not Italian at all. Like, not even. All right. Well, Jill is okay. So, Jill's mother was barely Italian, which means Jill is barely Italian, which means Arthur is barely Italian. I'm not Italian at all. So Arthur's barely Italian, and she's sitting here calling him Guido. That makes it okay. I guess. Yeah, I guess you were raised by Italian. I didn't teach you how to cook. <laughs> Not that she can't cook. It's just like, who the hell has time to cook? <laughs> I don't enjoy cooking either. How do I eat food? I hate, we did order pizza. Yes, it was yes. very good pizza. Oh, very good. Shout out to Sally Pizza. Yeah. You know, usually when I do, when I have guests, it's for... I uh, had my buddies over to do wrestling shows, and the rule is the show doesn't end till the beer's gone, but we don't have any beer. Oh, no. So I have no idea how I'm supposed to end the show with a guest. I live here now. When I don't have any beer. So, <laughs> well, I have, uh, let's see, disc space remaining for recording, 558 hours and four minutes. So we have... Challenge accepted. We have a lot. <laughs> I mean... I did want to go Ugh. into when I was think when I was preparing for this uh, for this radio Why show. Why would you prepare? Yeah, this. Maggie sent me a text... <laughs> like three days ago, I was like, oh, what time should I arrive? I go, great. And how should I prepare? And I was like, prepare? <laughs> I don't prepare for this and it's mine. But yes. I, so I said, yeah, if you have anything you want to you want to promote or discuss, you know, hit me with it, blindside me with it. I, I think I know where you're going. But So just like a got? lot of people in terms of like advice for like grieving people and like how to broach the topic. Like for me personally, I like I love talking about Benji because that's how I keep his memory alive. And, you know, he was real and he was, you know, he still is very much a part of our family. So I love talking about him, even though if it's like the same story over and over and over, because I only have so many stories, because it was only seven months of pregnancy that I had with him. So like, just, you know, letting like, if you have somebody who's experienced child loss at any stage, I'd recommend like talking about it with them, like letting them talk about it if they want to. And um, another thing was kind of having something tangible um because and this is this applies to all grieving no matter any age any stage um but a lot of people are like well how well if you need anything let me know and sometimes when you're in the throes of grief like you just don't have the energy to reach out so um what i would do is i would try and have like kind of targeted specific things that i knew i needed like memes are my love language so <laughs> <laughs> like gary chapman hit me up i have another love language for you um <laughs> memes so i would post and i still post occasionally on social media and i'll say something like i'm really down today and i love baby yoda so can you please send me some memes and i'll just have like this beautiful thread of hundreds of baby yoda memes or like cute pet pictures there's this one time i asked for like you know memes and cute pet pictures and someone posted pictures of their babies and i'm like that's a very cute baby but you kind of you know miss the assignment uh, read the room i know read the room man Come read on, the man room. wasn't this wasn't the day but thank you <laughs> objectively your baby is very cute <laughs> and i know you're proud but you know this kind of hurts um so 
So just kind of like having something specific in mind. Or um, if you're reaching out to somebody, say like, can I take you to brunch? Can I take you to lunch or something? Do you want to hang out? A friend of mine like showed up at the hospital and dropped off things for Benji when I was being induced, which I don't know if it was the side effects from the medication, but it seemed like from the time she texted me that she was going to drop something off to the time that I received it in my room, it felt like 10 minutes. I was like, were you in the lobby when you texted? <laughs> were, were you already here? You live in Delaware. <laughs> and then like after the loss and after the funeral and everything, um, she came over and we watched The Mandalorian and had Chinese food. So it was just like, it was very comforting, like kind of comforting things and very specific things to have in mind, I think helps. Nice. So. That's good. Yeah. Because anytime anybody says, oh, let me know if there's anything I can do, like, Okay, where's the line then? Yeah. Cuz like, can hey, you bring my baby back? Like, like can you <laughs> I wasn't going to go that <laughs> far, that but happen? also, yes, that that would be like, <laughs> hey, can you like will you buy this thing for me that I want that I've had my eye on that costs too much money for me? Will you buy me that? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, bring paper plates and paper cups so you don't have to do dishes, you know, just kind of thinking of like the person's comfort and like how much energy they might have dealing with all of this and maybe wanting to stay in bed all day. Um, I know I've sent somebody like a DoorDash gift card so that they could, you know, kind of just get things delivered from their phone. <laughs> you are you are a hero, Maggie. We got <laughs> thank a you, thank you. we got a Grubhub gift card for Christmas lap years or whatever year it was. I'm like, yep, that's I think that's what I'm just going to ask for. Someone's like, oh, do you want a thing? Yeah, give me fifty bucks on Grubhub. There you go. That's what I want. Yes. Well, but what about? Nope, I don't need any more stuff, Maggie. You can see this place. I don't need. Any, do we need any more stuff? <laughs> we need no more physical things. So it's over. No, no, don't point out empty space. No, no, unless we're getting a life size. Painting a buster. No. I gotta say, this mm -hmm. is much cleaner than my own house. So. <laughs> well, well, Maggie, it wouldn't be if you weren't here. That's the thing. Like, the reason that we clean so much, like, so, well, okay, not we. The reason that Jill cleans so thoroughly is because someone was coming over. That's generally when I clean, too. I'm like, yeah. oh, time to clean the bathrooms. Yeah, I don't touch the thing. You should see this board over here. Because it's 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 with me in the basement. I don't really look at it. I have the things plugged in. I turn the switch on. I never look at the thing. It's I looked at it today. It's gross. It's also old. Yeah, everything is so crammed. Everything just stays where it is, and then gets dusty, and then like you can't move it. Jill just talked about how gross her old apartment was. In case I can't uh, amp up what she said, just want to <laughs> let everybody know that's what happened. <laughs> I might be able to. We'll. I mean, it, by the time this comes out, we'll know if I did it or not. But. <laughs> <laughs> we live in a gross apartment yeah yeah i'll, I'll do it. it's a uh, adr it stands for something i can't remember what it is but it's it's when you go in like if you if you're doing it it's mostly an animation if you do a voiceover for an animation and you have to come in and redo a word to fit like if they change the line or whatever and but they've already made the drawing the animation for your mouth moving so you have to go back in and match up what the mouth is moving with the new line Tom Hardy had to re-record his whole thing. That makes me appreciate that movie so much more. And his his portrayal in that movie so much more. And then he was Venom. Man. You're going to have to re-record all of my lines on this. <laughs> just make it about something completely different. <laughs> I'll just take out all the parts, all the sad parts, and it'll be about Colin Joe's book and the office memes. No, and Taylor Swift. Then Taylor Swift being my new best friend. You'll be like, why did he, why? Everyone will be like, why did he have a guest on this show? What? <laughs> You just find somebody on the street? <laughs> Here's a microphone. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, you know, I was expecting him to make some more noise while you were doing this, but he hasn't. No. He has sacked out. Oh, my gosh, Arthur. Yeah, well, he was awake when you got here, which was good. 
I was hoping it wasn't going to be asleep when you got here, because then the whole time you're here, he's just sleeping. And that's no fun. <laughs> he wakes up in the funniest way. This has nothing to do. We're kind of done with the show, but <laughs> I don't know how to end this. Like I said, I don't know. There's no, there's no beer to end the show, so I don't know how to end the show. Um, you have a Facebook thing, Benji's Blessings. Yes. So. Tell me about that, and that's a good way to end the show. There and then I'll go. tell everybody about the book. Yeah, it's a nonprofit. Um, it, it's it's an officially not it's an officially incorporated nonprofit now, which is exciting. Um, so we're going through like just like going through all the different tasks um, to get the tax exempt status. Um, but there will be like we have events throughout the year, and we just uh, do like charitable works in Benji's memory. Um, we benefited last year. There was a fundraiser for Lily's Gift, which helped us when we were pregnant. Um, they help families facing prenatal diagnosis. And then there was a 50-50 raffle that benefited um, a special needs school near us, um, Our Lady of Confidence. And because, you know, in my little uh, mind, in my little hopeful mind, I was like, oh, well, I can send Benji there and he'll have his little uniform and I'll wheel him (laughs) in in his wheelchair and, you know, it'll be fine. And there's a little bit of denial in that. And that was okay. It it kept me going. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. So Benji's blessings and um, a portion of the proceeds of each book benefits Benji's blessings. So that goes, you know, right back to helping um, families facing prenatal diagnosis and like children with special needs. So yeah, so that's on, um, that's on Facebook. I'm working on an actual, you know, website outside of Facebook. I spend way too much time on Facebook, but it it helped with the pregnancy, (laughs) you know, having all this support. And the memes. And the memes. The memes. It all comes down to the memes. And, um, but yeah, so uh, the book is available on um, Amazon. Benji meets Mr. Eagle, best friends forever. And um, get the book. Yeah, get the book, please. Get it. And you know you can share in Benji's story. Get the book, because then some of that money goes to charity. And if you do it through your smile Amazon thing, then money goes to your charity. Mine is Shriners Hospital, of course. Um, yeah. So whatever charity you want to use, I don't know. Can Benji's blessings be a thing on Amazon Smile? Have we? I think Is not right thing? now as okay. of no, but I think once we get the tax exempt status, I think that's when you're able to. Okay. That's a great idea. Well, so at some point, maybe. I don't know how any of this works. I, know. I don't know. I, just, I still don't know how I published a book. I was just kind of, I was like <laughs> editing it in Word. I move a picture over and then it disappears. <laughs> like, that was so frustrating. Microsoft Word is terrible. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'd be like reaching out to my cousin. She's like, I don't know either. <laughs> they got rid of Clippy and it all went downhill. I know. Now you're on your own for publishing books. Pretty much. But you can do it, which is tremendous. You can just do that on you your own. You can just do that. You can just go in and you have a story to tell and you just tell it and you're done. And I've been sitting here doing this for 300. What episode is this? I don't know. Too many. Too many episodes. It's too much me. I think it's 362. This and would I'll be, be 62, I think. If I'm right. I'll look. I will look. Let's see. Get out of here. No, I get too many messages. Leave me alone. Everybody, <laughs> leave me alone. You're right. Okay, bye. How about that? You are right. All right, there this you go. This is 362. That's too many. You owe me a beer. We might, I mean, I haven't had beer since before he was born. Wow. Even throughout the pandemic. He was born in May 2021. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Time between, so time between means the loss and the pandemic, time, time is just meaningless to means me. means nothing. means nothing. Yeah, he was born in May 2021. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I haven't really, I don't know. Probably could. My birthday's coming up. It's not go. really coming up. It's months away. Oh, wait. I had some at Christmas Eve. That's right. There you go. But before that, all right, well, Maggie, next time you're here and you want to do the show, we'll talk about a... See, I, I was going to say, we'll talk about a happy thing, but like this is something we needed to talk about. Yeah. But we'll, we'll talk about a fun thing, a, a more fun thing. 
and we'll have beer mm -hmm. and we'll institute the rule. The show doesn't end until the beer's gone and we'll just <laughs> see where it goes. Yes. Yeah. Ugh, I don't want vodka. Ew. <laughs> Why would you even suggest that? No. Ugh. Ugh. No. We can probably go puff some beer if you like me. No. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, Benji. <laughs> trying to end the show here. Benji's uh, like, I want some beer. Ben <laughs> he deserves it. I know. He Mr. does deserve Mr. beer. Mr. Eagle deserves it, too. I know. They've so been through a lot. <laughs> pour, pour two out. Well, don't pour them out. Drink them yourself for Benji and Mr. Pour one out's always been a weird phrase for me. Don't waste it. Drink it yeah. yourself. Drink it in honor of, of Benji and Mr. Eagle. And uh, get the book on Amazon. Join Benji's Blessings. If you're not on Facebook, the website will be... I don't know how websites get made. It'll yeah. be there soon, maybe. Like I said, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. So just, <laughs> just, I don't know. Keep it. Google it. Be bear with me. I can work Google. We can go from there. <laughs> GeoCities, yes. Have like little dancing An hamsters. Angel Fire. <laughs> Angel Fire. <laughs> Do you have a MySpace page? No, it's uh, <laughs> Space Hangout. You should have published the book on LiveJournal. Really is <laughs> is where it should have been. How far back can we go here? <laughs> I was not cool. I was not on. <laughs> <laughs> should I cut that part out? <laughs> Given the nature of our show today. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but not everybody knows that. Uh, it was an emo thing. Yeah. So if you know, you know what? We'll just cover it here. If you know, you know. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, then you're going to be really mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> but. If They'll, Gen Z can figure things out. Why did I say that? <laughs> We're not devolving into making fun of younger kids. They are. I no no. We'll do. We'll do that when the beer comes. So when you come back, we'll make fun of things. How does that sound, Maggie? Sounds great. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry you had to go through this. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. The thing and this, in fact. <laughs> Uh, thank you for calling this a real show. That means a lot. I don't know what I call it, but, you know, somebody's been there for all of these, and uh, my bad. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to come out of this, but we're going to, it's weird to have a guest and not have a song to play. But, well, do you know, do you have the, if you finish that song by Wednesday, you send it to me, and we'll play it right here. Otherwise, here's a sound effect, and I'll do the rest. Again, Maggie, thanks for coming. Thanks, Pat. I get to see them growing up. And there you have it. I have not yet decided which song snippet we're going to use. There were a couple in there, in there that uh, that Maggie mentioned were very special. So we'll pick one of those, and then um, we'll go from there. But anyway, that is my friend Maggie Rusis, Dr. Maggie, thank you so much for joining me. Benji meets Mr. Eagle, best friends forever. Get it on Amazon. Um, Benji and Mr. Eagle. Maggie, can we do a superhero version of this? I'm sure Megan, your illustrator, can... Uh, can crush that idea as well. So yeah, let's um, let's get down on that and turn this into something really fun. No, all right, is that is that crass, friends? Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? I don't know. Anyway, look, I'm trying again. You just heard what we talked about. You just heard the conversation. I thought it was a wonderful chat because it's a like we said, it's a conversation that needs to happen when uh, you know, when things get heavy. It's not all fun stuff. So um, I'm trying to uh, to turn it around and end on a little more positive thing but 
Uh, Maggie, you're fantastic. Thank you for doing this. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how we made that. I don't know how we just made what you just heard, but uh, there we go. So that is all for today. It feels weird to do the legal stuff after like a real conversation, but we, you know, we do what we have to do. TheMeltingPat.com for all of my stuff. TheNextLevelNetwork.com for all of our stuff. Um, yes, Benji's Blessings on Facebook. There we go. I wanted to throw that in. I don't know if I mentioned that already. Maybe I did. I, I don't know. Is there a website yet? No idea. We did this, uh, we chatted a week ago, so I don't know how much headway has been made there. But uh, hey, Maggie, Google is free. Making a website on Google is free and easy enough for a dope like me to figure it out. So I'm here if you need help. I don't know if you're going to listen to this part, but whatever. Um, if you're new to the show, my bad. I'm sorry for everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should have done that at the beginning. <laughs> all right, that is all. Again, next week, uh, as you hear this, I'm actually on vacation. But uh, next week, we're back with some uh, some wrestling news, vacation recap, probably, maybe. And, um, oh, here's a teaser. The soap band is a story I told a couple weeks ago, somebody from my office stealing soap. That has been, uh, there's a resolution. So we'll talk about that next week. And then whatever else comes, and I'm sure there's a song we have to play, uh, that we're going to play, rather. And uh, and we'll go from there, all right? All right, so that's all. This has been an 8 Boiler production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Oh, man, wash your hands, wear your mask, get vaccinated when you can, hug your friends. And if somebody says, hey, you know, if somebody's going through something, don't say, let me know if you need anything. Say, hey, what do you want from Grubhub? You know, let's come, I'll come over. We'll watch a thing. Hey, let's uh, play some games together. Whatever. Be specific. All right, there you go. That's for Prince. To be specific is the way to go. All right, we're good, right? I told you all the things I had to tell you. Again, get the book. And, uh, and Maggie, yeah, the superhero idea. That could work out. Or it, it just could be that maybe that's in poor taste. I don't know. But in any case, uh, that's all for today. My thanks to, uh, well, again, to Maggie. My thanks to everybody for listening. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, and <laughs> enjoy, just enjoy your day. All right? And um, that's all. We're good. I think so. Yeah. G-Lovin' Special Sauce with cold beverage. They'll play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And we did all of our stuff. So let's get on out of here. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a VK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but girls got the bait on the front board. See, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, no teeny time. Yeah, yeah, feeling gold and bring your own beverage. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage drink, so it's cold. Cold, 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 cold. You sent me from the bar. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, I like cold beverage. Yeah, uh, cause I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge.
a friend. Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. What? Go, girl, work the cold one. Go, girl, work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing? Let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there. The brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Didn't even get to bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the ball. So every deck of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks. They got to me a bottle. I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kind of thirsty. Yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool 